0: This is the Music Therapy Chronicles podcast interview with members of the Board of Directors from the Online Conference for Music Therapy.
1: Please, please, please um, consider presenting at OCMT. It's, yes. it's a, um, especially for folks who have gone through these um, you know, kind of pop-up online conferences just in this past couple of months. Uh, we, we love to, to share that information. You get an international audience and an international networking and um, reputation building experience. And so please send your, your calls for presentation.
2: Yes. And it's going to be our 10th conference. So it's a big deal. <laughs> all right. Did all what they said.
0: <laughs> <laughs> love that. Love that you guys are all on the same wavelength for sure
1: that's that's been kind of nice about being in the board is that we we do have that common vision we do have that common focus about international dissemination of information course building getting music therapists involved in talking about serious issues and we can all agree on that and that makes our decisions i think
2: pretty easy yes yes we we don't have conflicts and uh... We we feel comfortable among five of us.
0: You're listening to the Music Therapy Chronicles, a podcast about music therapy from a variety of perspectives. Our ambition is to inspire and connect listeners through meaningful conversations, just like a music therapy conference you can listen to anywhere. My name is Trisha Coyote, and I am a board-certified music therapist from the New England region. If you like what you hear, join our group on Facebook and share your own insights and thoughts about the episodes. You can also connect with us on social media and online at Music Therapy Chronicles. Welcome back to the Music Therapy Chronicles podcast. I hope that you have your drum roll ready for the announcement of the keynotes for the online conference for music therapy. If you don't know what I'm talking about, listen to last week's episode with the members of the board of directors, uh, Faith, Mary Jane, and Oksana. This episode starts off with that announcement, but Before we get there, please remember to subscribe to the podcast so that it goes directly to your podcast streaming device each week when the episodes are released. Please also consider giving us a review. I'd love to read some reviews on the other ends of episodes. Uh, You can also find us online and on social media at Music Therapy Chronicles. Join our group on Facebook and consider becoming a patron on patreon.com. All right, let's get into this week's episode. So tell us about your keynotes that you mentioned. Wow. Well,
3: are, are we ready to announce our keynote yeah. for this year? We get a preview. Okay. Are they up
1: on the website yet? I don't think so. So well, this would be the first time that people would be hearing about this, possibly?
0: We'll see. We'll see. It, it depends on when this is it released. It could be. Yes.
2: Okay. It could be. OK ready Drum roll. who wants
3: to who wants to do the big
2: reveal okay hey, you go ahead your executive executive director <laughs> oh boy
3: <laughs> <laughs> so our north american uh keynote because we always try to have um a keynote uh, from north america and then a keynote from somewhere else in the world so our North American keynote is going to be Dr. Amy Clements-Cortez in Canada, who has been a part of OCMT since the beginning as well, hasn't she?
1: Yes. She's been a part of it pres- since I've been involved. She's presented at every single conference.
3: Wow.
2: And she was actually then, all the time mm-hmm. first uh, call or p- presentation that we will ever received. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> We open up her call up for
1: presentations about 24 hours later. There's yeah. Amy. So she's <laughs> always always made us a priority, which is really wonderful. And yeah. so one of the reasons we invited her this time was just to kind of just kind of acknowledge that dedication and that mm-hmm. um, that support of us as a small group grassroots organization trying to disseminate music therapy information across the world. And so. We were thrilled, beyond thrilled, when she accepted our invitation. And
3: awesome. then our non-North American keynotes were actually, it's going to be a duo, I believe. Um, Daniel Thomas, the music therapist in the UK, who he also presented at OCMT in 2014, the same year, I think, that I presented. Um, and then who, who's the...
2: Is it Vicky? Vicky I'm, I'm in Australia.
3: Yes, the other person's in Australia, but the name isn't as familiar to me.
2: Well, that's they tricky. they present they they wrote a book together with Dan Thomas on the economics of music therapy, and they presented wow. on it I believe in Japan together. So yeah, I met Vicky in Japan.
1: And they also oh. they they also presented with together at OCMC. Together, to look that's from right. That.
2: For the year here. 2014, yes. Okay. I'm pretty sure. 2014 yep, was a big year.
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> awesome.
3: And then in the past, we've had Dr. Ken Agan, Dr. Barbara Wheeler, Dr.
2: Dale Taylor Baker. Yeah. A whole My bunch family. of big names. Uh, we had uh, Blinds Like Us and Michael Fout. We had... Um, Mercedes
1: Pes- uh, Pes- Mercedes I S- could never say her name we right. Were luck-
2: we were lucky to have her before she passed away.
1: Petra uh, Kern, Anita yeah. Gadbury,
2: who's now Anita Swanson. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we had uh, Norway Gilbertson, Simon Gilberson. Simon. Yes, oh we had Finland, Finland. Uh... Yes, Yako. Yes. <laughs> okay. yeah. Very difficult name. <laughs> <laughs> Scandinavian name. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the famous music therapist from Finland, everybody knows him. <laughs> Erkila, jako Erkila. Yes. yes. There we yeah. go. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. We've,
1: we've been very fortunate in that a lot of the people that we've asked to be keynote speakers have agreed to, to try this out with us. And um, most of them seem to have enjoyed the, pr- the process.
2: And yeah, yeah, we had to do the Sims, uh, uh ju- ju- who Staten, Julie Staten this year, yeah, Joanne Lobby, and uh, yeah, so pretty big names. It's just they're escaping my memories now. <laughs> well, 10 years of people to remember Wendy you... Maggie, Wendy Maggie. That's 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 yeah. big name, yeah. yes,
0: <laughs> yeah, and all of that information
1: is again on our yeah. website too. Yeah. If you look under conferences or events past conferences you can find out who spoke and mm-hmm. and get a little blurb about who they were or who they are and, uh, who they were in that moment and all that.
2: yeah and from Australia we had Catherine McFerrin and uh, Felicity Baker yeah
3: and if you if uh, listeners go to the website and they look at past conferences and If they see a presentation that they might like to catch now, we also have an archive on our website where people can purchase access to um, past presentations from those presenters who have given consent to have their presentations available beyond uh, beyond the month of conference recordings.
1: And not every presenter took up that option, and not all of them um, had that option, because this is something that we've only been offering for about two years now, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yes. we have about two to three years worth of, of some of our presentations
3: available. What an awesome mm-hmm. resource. Yeah. We had people asking for it, so we, we wanted to meet the, meet the need yeah. and the desire.
0: It sounds like overall you ladies have done such a wonderful job and I'll say I I guess I'll say you guys cuz you do have men on the board um at like making no, we everything don't. accessible Actually, we don't. Oh we did
2: we did but we yes. don't the you oh, ladies not at
0: the, not at the moment <laughs> all right anyway you've all done no, okay. such a wonderful job of making this stuff accessible and sticking to this vision and wanting to put it out there and supporting uh, the presenters and I I just commend you so much for the work you've been putting in and trailheading this for again the rest of us who are figuring it out as we're doing it right now and have no idea what we're doing <laughs> It has and been- we it- have go
3: face. I was just going to say I was just going to say for those out there who may be trying to figure out how to put something like this together, we have also um, provided consultation services too. We, for example, okay. we consulted with Midwest region and Mar um, recently as they were figuring out how to how to make a conference happen when they couldn't do it in person. So um, we've also been available to organizations who are looking to move their conferences online. And Oksana's been working with WCM with the WCMT as well as um and being able to offer some of the some of that event online. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So, uh, is there anything else you guys want to share before we move into our rapid fire questions?
1: (laughs) Please, please, please um, consider presenting at OCMT, uh, especially for folks who have gone through these, um, you know, kind of pop up online conferences just in this past couple of months. Uh, we, we love to, to share that information. You get an international audience and an international networking and, um, reputation building experience and so please send your your calls for presentation
2: yes and it's going to be our 10th conference so it's a big deal yeah. <laughs> all right Did what they said
0: <laughs> <laughs> love that love that you guys are all on the same wavelength for sure that's that's the kind of nice about being in the board is that we, we
1: do have that common vision, we do have that common focus about international dissemination of information, course building, getting music therapists involved in talking about serious issues, and we can all agree on that, and that makes our decisions, I
2: think, pretty easy. Yes, yes, we, yeah. we don't have conflicts and, um, you know, we, we, we feel comfortable among five of us. And we also didn't mention that we used to have now with all this COVID situation, it's a little bit quiet, but we did three short events uh, on different topics. So we usually invite two or one, one of us was presenting with another uh, presenter and it was three hours uh, seminar, webinar. Whatever mm-hmm. you call it, on on different topics, we did trauma and addictions. We had ethics, and uh, working adolescents. Yeah, yeah,
1: but um, just short, short C M T E events mm-hmm. that were offered and are still available if people would be interested. In.
3: Yeah, yeah, they're more they're more focused events, whereas our conference um, presentations are varied. Mm-hmm. So there's not like a an overarching theme for our conference. It's submit what other you want to present. Right. Other than music therapy. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> and yeah. so our symposia, our short events tend to be focused more population-based mm-hmm. or specific issues in the music therapy community that need to be addressed. And so that way we can kind of focus in on working specifically within a trauma-informed care setting and can offer that information to people who are interested in learning more about that specific topic
0: how often do those happen
2: we did it every six months but uh last time in december it didn't work for may this year because of all these things Mm -hmm. happening around we
1: tried to offer in may and december and um, at this point that's that's been the time where those are kind of our off months as far as planning conference is concerned. We, we've we gotten all of our major jobs done for all the things that we need to do for our conference, and so May and December are the easiest times right now for us to coordinate those types of short events.
0: Yeah. That's awesome that you and- guys are putting out that much information.
3: That part of it's still kind of new, so we haven't gotten into a, as much of a routine yet mm-hmm. with that as we have with the conference. But... Yeah, we, again, we, we had people asking for, you know, some more focused, some more focused events. So we wanted to try to meet that need as well. Awesome. Huh.
1: And since we already have our international audience who is kind of used to us, um, that helps disseminate that information just that much farther mm-hmm. into the world. And we, we try very hard to make sure that we let everybody know on every single social media platform possible several times, uh, usually a week, if not <laughs> a day, that we're here and that we're doing these kinds of things and we're offering these types of, of presentations and thoughts and interactions for music therapists all around the world.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love everything you guys are saying. I've learned so much and I'm just like, I'm really excited to go through the website and put together the show notes for this episode and like, <laughs> see all the things and um, good, <laughs> yeah, yeah. With uh, everything having slowed, s- slowed down in my caseload, I'm excited to spend this summer like really diving into, you know, some education for myself and kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm excited to dig through all the stuff you guys have put out there. Yeah. Great. Great. Well, reserve that, first, reserve that first weekend in February, too, to attend the conference, for I sure. I
1: will, I will. If I will. you're not, you know, if you decide you're not going to do a presentation, but, you know, you could do a presentation about <laughs> developing a music therapy podcast and the challenges yeah. and situations that yeah, um, may have come up. And um, yeah, that's so a subtle
0: hint. Oh, oh goodness. My, <laughs> here's, here's that presentation. Every time people ask me for advice, I, I don't have answers. I'm like, I'm still figuring it out. I don't know. <laughs> but hey, <laughs> if that's something you want, we can talk about it.
1: <laughs> that, you know, and, but then that's something that people need to know is that, you know, hey, when you start off stuff like this, like we did back in 2010, we had no idea how this is going to work. And we, we just went, okay, we'll try it. We tried it. And we went, okay, that seemed to go okay. Here's what we'll change for next time. And every year we do that, we, we learn more. We realize what we don't want to do the next time, <laughs> you know, but, but it's the same kind of thing is that we, we have the advantage right now of being the people who've been doing this for 10 years. But mm. when we started, we had no clue what we were doing. We had no clue how we were going to get this vision off and running. And we just stepped out there and went and you do the same thing when you're coming up with new things and new ideas like podcasts and all that. So
0: Yeah. Oh, and I love that you guys um Mary Jane and Oksana you've been on the board for the whole time so you I can see your passion I can feel it when you talk and so the fact that you've like really stuck with it and you continue to grow and see the vision is awesome um because you know sometimes boards transition a lot more often than that so mm-hmm, yeah.
1: yeah we have been very fortunate and our two absent members who are um Natalie Jack and Michelle Dory uh, they are um People who've come on since, since the beginning and um, they have, they share that passion and they share that enthusiasm and, and our real, real hope to keep this going and keep it growing and yes. getting that, like, like I said, that
0: experience out to whoever we can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can definitely see it it growing even more now that the world is appreciating online content more and more. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure, definitely. All right. So, are we ready for the rapid fire? Is there anything else you ladies want to share?
1: No. Okay. That as ready as I'm ever going to be. I guess. Alrighty. So I
0: think, fire away. Awesome. So we'll we'll see how it goes with all three of you. Um, so I always Can say. We do an order. Sure. Pick your order. <laughs> whatever you'd like.
1: Faith, Oksana, then me. Okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> Here we go. I'll take the fire first. <laughs> Coffee or tea? Does it have to be either or? No. Whatever <laughs> your answer is. Both. Not at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Double fisted.
3: Yeah.
2: Coffee in the morning, tea in the afternoon. Green tea
3: in the afternoon.
2: Same for me. Coffee Maybe. in the morning. Preferably Turkish, but big cup. And sometimes early afternoon, but then in the, in the evening, it's will be tea. And neither. Tea.
1: <laughs> <Flash>. neither. <laughs> I don't do either. No. <laughs> so there you go. Awesome.
0: <laughs> early bird or night owl? Oh,
1: um, this one's easy.
0: <laughs> um.
3: Afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving you a thumbs up, Faith. You can't see it, but I'm giving you a thumbs up. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a morning bird. Like, I can wake up early, but I I have a whole process that I need to go through in the morning before I feel ready to function and interact with others. Probably
1: Faith's biggest sacrifice about being on the board of directors is that she has to meet really, really early. Yeah. At 6.13. Yeah. Yeah, it's got the earliest wake up time for us and yeah.
0: Thanks for being with us this morning Faith.
2: <laughs> You're welcome. Well, in my case, Glad I always thought that will be Sorry, Faith, go ahead.
3: Oh, I said uh, I I thank you for the opportunity to be here. You're yes. welcome.
2: Thank you. Uh, in my case it's uh, i always thought i will not be able to function when i rise early but i had two and about two and a half years ago i was studying for my second masters and early morning that was the only time for me to have quiet time and study and i loved it i was waking up at four o'clock in the morning and i was like oh my gosh yeah but i i could fit in good two two and a half hours of work before. Everything started for my family. So I would say now both depends what I'm doing and where I am right now. It's slow down, so I can afford to sleep until 8.30, sometimes (laughs) 9 on weekend. But I love morning, waking up in the morning and when everybody is asleep and the birds are chirping and I'm the first one to be awake and with my coffee and do so much things in the morning.
1: And I'm completely an early bird about two o'clock in the afternoon. My energy level just crashes. So, yeah. So that's why we don't do, that's why we don't do a lot of evening board meetings because chances are I'm going to forget them and be sleeping through them. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Awesome. Something you would tell your younger self.
3: Oh, gosh. Hmm. That life gets better outside of Wisconsin.
0: I love the honesty. <laughs>
3: I was a very angry young person, so a uh, bit of bit of trauma growing up. So, just uh, yeah, just recognizing that it can. Get better when you find your community mm. Mm. well said uh, sorry to be the downer you guys <laughs> no i i i
0: That's like okay
1: we're we're glad that you got out of wisconsin
0: yeah i like asking <laughs> that question because it it gives the guest the opportunity to think, okay, like, would I tell, you can also frame it as, what would I tell a student right now? Or like, you know, would it actually be something that's really personal? So thank you for
2: sharing. (laughs) You're welcome. What would I tell my, well, before I would think learn English because I had to learn it part time myself Mm -hmm. when I uh, left my country. But I think I would say, uh, everything will turn out the way you want to, no matter what. Just believe in it, mm. and don't don't struggle and don't uh, pull your hair when something is not happening. Because we hate it, but everything happens for a reason. There is no coincidence. Co- what did I eat yesterday? Coincidence is the way God or divine or universe is showing itself.
3: Hmm.
1: I guess mine would be, you will survive group piano class <laughs> and we'll, we'll never have to play bar talk ever again, unless you really, really want to, which hasn't happened 30 years after passing <laughs> piano class.
0: I know a listener out there needs to hear that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Group, group piano was the thing that nearly drove me out of music therapy education on a multiple, multiple times. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, there were many, many reasons for that. This is not the time nor the place, but you know, (laughs) survival was important. Just do it. Don't care if you get A's, just get through it.
0: We're glad to have (laughs) you
1: here on the other end. Then, yeah, then you leave and you can play whatever you want, however you want. Exactly. (laughs) There you go. Parallel
3: fifth everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Parallel fifth. Uh
0: huh. (laughs) your music therapy elevator speech
3: <laughs> oh lord <laughs> that hmm, that's something i struggle with cuz you know i have my lpc as well and so my my focus of music therapy practice is within the the paradigm of mental health and psychotherapy but I, I always feel like if I just talk about what I do as a music therapist, that I'm not accurately representing what music therapy is. So um, yeah, that's something that, that I, I still, I still struggle with even after graduating 13 years ago. But I guess um, what I would say is that I work with people through music and relationships to help them get to know themselves better and create the change that they want to create in their lives.
2: Mm. Mm. I like that. My elevator speech, I always modify it depending on who I'm talking to. Uh, Recently, I... Was interviewed by 12 year old kids in Dubai in one of the schools. Cool. So I had to create my elevator speech for them. So I will not say it now, but uh, the, the most important thing is to not be too uh, dry. Like many people, when I hear even on the web, on the, on the podcast, they will just, as if they're open the website of whatever association and just read it through. I don't like doing that. If I talk to a parent of a special need kid, I will gear my short speech towards their kid, what I can help with. If it is elderly population or somebody whose parents need help or for mental health. So basically always look at who you are talking to and uh, don't be too scientific. Mm. Unless you are talking to a doctor, of course.
1: And I usually start off with just kind of a, a quick adapted uh, version of the AMTA, the American Music Therapy Association's um, definition of, you know, music therapist, music therapy is an evidence-based profession where trained therapists work with clients to reach their, their personal goals. And then basically from there I go, I say, I use music to help, help people do what they want to do in their life. For example... With my students, I help them use music as a script to help them maintain difficult, difficult emotions that they're trying to work towards and to help them find their ways of interacting with people that would um, make them more successful in school, you know, whatever the situation is. So again, going, going, looking at that audience and talking about it. I can tell you that as a therapist who's been working for almost 30 years now, it's quite, quite different now because now it used to be you know so what do you do i'm a music therapist and then i could count in my head one one thousand two one thousand three one (laughs) thousand and somebody would say well what is a musical therapist
3: (laughs) yep musical therapist (laughs) yes
1: and and you know i'd have to get over that particular thing but now when when people say so what do you do and i say i'm a music therapist most of the time, people say, "Oh, I read an article, or I saw a TV show, or I know somebody who had music therapy," and that has been, been the best thing for my elevator speech because they kind of have a little bit of an idea, and I can mm-hmm. say, "So, so what kind of what kind of things did you see them doing in that speech or that um, video?" and and then I can say, "Well, this is how I use music with my particular cho- choice of population," and um, so the understanding out there in the general public seems to be leaps and bounds higher than it was when I graduated way, way back many years ago. Um, and so that's been, that's been really exciting as somebody who's been kind of long lived in this profession to see that all of a sudden people are like, oh, I know a little bit about music therapy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yay. Yeah. So it's been, it's been kind of nice to live through that change and to be able to say, okay, we are making, we are making efforts and we are getting our advocacy out there. And we are, are, are being heard, which is mm-hmm. nice.
0: Yeah. All right. The next one is your favorite self-care practice. <laughs> mm,
3: my favorite self-care practice. Um, well, when it's possible, Traveling (laughs) is Mm. something that really soothes my soul. Being able to um, get out of the U.S. and into Europe makes me feel happy and content, but that's not an option for who knows how long. So um, on a local level, um, being able to work in the garden and just feel that connection to the planet that sustains us and helps us maintain life.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, in my case, traveling, yes, I hear your face. I miss it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, I need to be near the water. I'm very lucky now to live literally 400 meters from the sea. And uh, in Canada, again around 400 meters from the lake ontario so i'm I really need to be beside the water and just sit and stare at it to calm myself and uh, reading and studying studying i i love studying i love learning new stuff and now with all these online opportunities since march i'm like yay the conferences that i couldn't go to they're online yes
1: and for me, reading is has always been my go-to self-care and just reading fiction and whatever I can get my hands on. Always have at least one book going.
0: Good. Something that's currently adding value to your life. Hmm. Um
3: the people who are presenting themselves to me right now and the opportunities that come with those relationships
2: yeah relationships that's true and i'm looking at my daughter she adds a lot of value to my life (laughs) (laughs) she's my uh, best buddy now she's 10 so it's it's a lot and a looking at her growing and understanding a lot uh, you know she's she has been around because uh, I work from home I have my home studio and looking at her understanding more and more what I'm doing even though she doesn't want to be a music therapist she says mom it's too difficult <laughs> but she really she's she advocating for me around I heard her talking to her teachers about music therapy I so. love that <laughs> and to our neighbors <laughs> I love so, that so yeah that's right. all. <laughs> yeah and
1: I guess for me it's been been having the opportunity to recognize that all of the changes that we've experienced in the last three months and especially in the last month mm-hmm. itself um, indicate to me changes that I needed to make in my life but also changes that I think we needed to make in society as a whole mm-hmm. and i I feel very 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 fortunate to be living at this point right now because, I get to see those those things through a lens of this is the change. I think this is the catalyst for what's going to happen in all kinds of areas. And so that I, th- I think having having significant upsets in my my familiar old schedule that I'm very comfortable with and all of that um, is something that that at this point right now is hard to go through. But I think in a year two years time, I'm going to see it as a very valuable way for me to get out of my ruts and to evolve mm-hmm. a human as and, and as a therapist. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all right. terrible we having to go through all this stuff, but I think, I think that I think we will all see changes yeah. happen.
0: Well, isn't and there? And hopefully, changes for that the the analogy we have to yeah. The analogy with um, a seed and like in order for a seed to grow, it has to like explode out and like mm-hmm. stretch in these weird ways. And to someone who doesn't know that's what's happening, it looks destructive and intense and it doesn't look like this positive thing. But then as it grows and you have this plant, you you mm-hmm. realize what it all, why all that was happening, right?
1: And I think I think we tend to get very, very pulled into the this is what's happening right now without looking forward to say, okay, but everything that is important to us has been has has changed in some way at some point at some time. You know, we didn't have technology. I remember when we got our first computer, my mother refused to vacuum in the house if the computer was plugged in. (laughs) (laughs) I know, it sounds really funny now. And, And it was really funny then, too, if we would make fun of her for it. But, you know, it was those kinds of thoughts and beliefs that, you know, if you plugged in something, the computer would blow up kind of thing. But and now we don't, you know, we don't think about those kinds of things at all. But it's it's kind of having that perspective, a little bit longer perspective than just the moment, but really thinking, Okay, this this has got to be the start of a positive change for all, all of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna make it work.
3: And that's where I know for myself I really draw upon my training as a as a transpersonal psychotherapist and being able to see this. Or do my best to be able to see this uh, bigger picture of mm-hmm. what's happening and what what is to be learned from it, what can be learned mm-hmm. from it, how it's providing us with an opportunity to grow on really deep levels in terms of like what is what is valuable in society are we are we just consumers or is there more to being human how do we interact with each other how do we recognize and honor and embrace the humanity in each of us and the gifts that we all have to contribute to the world mm-hmm.
1: Our, our answers to these quick fire
0: questions are not that quick, are they? That's fine. It, I, I always, in the guest guide, it says, you know, the, the we'll end with rapid fire, but, you know, the questions are short. Your answers don't have to be. Because to me, these were like thought provoking questions. And that's why I ask them because, yeah. you know, even the elevator speech, I love hearing everyone's different, like, interpretation of their elevator mm-hmm. speech. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Anyway, so I, I have two more.
1: Okay Unless anyone wants to <laughs> add
0: to that. <laughs> All right, so the next one is usually your favorite song or intervention to use in a session. And I'll also say if you'd rather share the your favorite um, presentation you've had at the conference. Any of those three? Um. <laughs> Making it hard for you guys, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, I... There are so many
3: interventions that I love. I love when I'm with clients who are open to making music together and entering into that relationship of feeling open and trusting with me, open and trusting in their ability to create and being able to meet them through the music, but then there are times when I may be leading a a person on uh, guided meditation or progressive muscle relaxation um, intervention and to see the, the light bulbs go off in their head of like, wow, I just tapped into something really deep within myself or I just had this awareness that I never had before and how that was brought on through, through the music and through, through my ability to, to be with them,
2: where they're at. My favorite, uh, I would say type of intervention, even though I can't use it with everyone, (coughs) uh, songwriting and Mm. uh, writing depends on who i'm working with it can be uh, a pre-composed song with you know like piggybacking yeah Uh, or uh, more like there is a structure um like i I love feeling songs that i've heard uh, ages ago on youtube and i just write it with uh, lots of kids and even adults and even worked uh uh, I did uh, Facebook Live before all this craziness of Facebook Live started. <laughs> it was end of March or very beginning of April. We were, we were really stuck at home here. You guys were still experiencing the beginning so and i had people from 14 or 15 countries i don't remember now wow. uh, joining me and uh, we were writing a song and they were you know on the facebook chat it was really good so i love songwriting i love uh, either original song or pre-composed radio with structure i i feel a lot of uh, kids can say a lot of things that they wouldn't say otherwise mm. and uh, yeah we, we all experienced that and just like Faith said, it's this light bulb that you can see going on in their, on their faces, in their heads. Like, yes, I can, this, this is it, yeah.
1: I guess my favorite intervention that I've done with my clients over the years um, is, is just general music therapy improvisation. Just giving everybody a chance to choose something and then i am there to function as the purveyor or the provider of the steady beat or the steady chord progression and we had one we had one time when i had a um, group of about 12 very disparate clients they uh, all are in our in my facility groups are not necessarily um, arranged by need or age or anything other than this is a spot where we have a spot for a student. So we're going to put a student in. So we have kids with a wide variety of levels of, of engagement. And I had started some sort of singing intervention and it became pretty obvious that the group was just not into it. And so I opened up the box of instruments and kept the music going and they all picked instruments. And we ended up having like a 15 minute groove where we just went and we had one kid who was rocking back and forth and going, Weo, wee, we I'm a fire alarm. <laughs> Weo wee I'm a fire alarm. And you know, that was his that was what he needed to contribute to our general musicking. And everybody picked up what they needed to pick up in the moment and played what they needed to play and then switched and changed and did all kinds of things. And for me that was a time when the music took over and there was no therapist. We were all just there in the music together. And those music therapy moments don't happen often, but when they do, I just, I, that just renews everything that I love about being a music therapist is that look at this, here we are 12 people who don't talk to each other all day in the classroom and we're all making music together and it doesn't matter what you want to put in if you want to be the fire alarm be the fire alarm if you want to you know if you want to hit the drum really really fast and hard for a part do that and yeah that that was probably that's one of the most memorable experiences i've had as a therapist
0: awesome the last question is where can the listeners find you and connect with you? I'll obviously have the website and that contact, but if you'd like to share any other contact information or um, social media handles, whatever.
3: Yeah, well, if people are interested in knowing more about um, me and my background as a transpersonally oriented counselor and music therapist, um, they can find out more at my website, www.soundwellmusictherapy.com, All
1: right.
3: or you can find me on LinkedIn as well under Faith Halverson Ramos.
2: Okay, and uh, in my case, I'm very active on Facebook as Aksana Kavalova. I'm very active on Instagram as for now it is Axana uh, underscore Music Therapy underscore Bahrain. And uh, my website is com. And my primary website
1: and way to link with me and all kinds of social media is um, www.musictherapyworks.com. And that's W-O-R-K-S dot <laughs> com. Awesome. I'll have There's
0: all, all of kinds that. of ways to link in there. I'll have all of that linked so the listeners can find the online conference and they can find each of you. Um, Thank you. I've really, i really enjoyed this conversation. Thank you to thank each you. of you for thank you. making the time, for sharing your passion, uh, your resources, your thoughts and insights. Thank you. Tisha. You're
2: welcome. Thank I just, you. Uh, personally, thank you for what you are doing because I like uh, podcasts that are regular. I don't like when people start and then it's just like, oh, what happened? I know, life happens. But yours is very regular and you always have good um, good guests, very interesting topics.
0: Thank you. Thanks for being a guest. I mean, that's what thank keeps you. the podcast going, right? So thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for reaching out. Thanks for inviting us. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much for making the time to tune in to part two of my conversation with Faith, Mary Jane and Oksana. I so appreciate the sneak peek of who their keynotes are going to be this year. I'm just going to go over the dates again really quickly Uh, for the call for papers for this year for the online conference for music therapy is September 1st. Registration opens November 15th, and the conference itself is held February 6th. And remember, we talked about the time zones, and February 6th might be technically start on February 5th where you are, yada, yada. You listen to the episode, you know. But keep those dates in mind, Uh, consider being a presenter, consider registering. I think it's awesome that they do a training with their presenters to make sure they feel confident and prepared for the currently I'd say untraditional setup of the conference, but in another 10 years, I feel like we'll all be, it'll be the new normal, right? It'll be like, oh yeah, online conferences, that's just the way the world is right now. Um, Not to say we won't all, all also enjoy getting together at a regular conference hall and doing, doing conferences that way too. Also, check out their symposia offerings and their archives for past presentations for other CMTEs or just courses you might want to take to learn about, or I guess presentations you want to see, because they're, they're not courses, they're presentations. <laughs> um, and also, if you're enjoying the podcast, as always, please consider leaving us a review, subscribing, finding us on social media, and becoming a patron. Patrons have the exclusive opportunity to ask guest questions, so when I schedule an interview, I put it out on Patreon, who that person is, and what our topic is going to be, and if you have any questions for them, you're welcome to write them there. If you or someone you know wants to be on the podcast, or if there's someone you want us to reach out to, please send an email to feedback at musictherapychronicles.com. I'm going to end this week's episode with a quote from C.S. Lewis There are far better things ahead than any we leave behind.